0: Okay, today's data is daf We are holding on four lines before the lines get wide. Today's Shear is sponsored anonymous, anonymously with chusar for Shalema, for Rachel Miriam, Shifra, Yenta, Meredith Farrell, and in honor of Scott and Sti Farrell for all that they continue to do for Meredith. Uh, we certainly uh, Hope that this chus of our learning should uh, should should be tremendous chus for Meredith before Shalema as she undergoes her uh, her transplant right now. So we are we are holding about four lines from the from the end of the skinny lines and we're about to have a series of shilohs. So first the Gemara is going to ask if a person was injured multiple times, do you pay tsar and boshas separately for each time if ultimately you, you, you injure them to the point where they go deaf, where you're going to have to pay demekulo anyway? So do you pay tsar and boshas for the previous times as well? And then there's going to be another shiloh at the bottom of the page. If you temporarily devalue a person, do you pay the nezek for the temporary devaluation, and we will try to bring a raya from paying nezek without making a chabura, that there's going to, apparently going to be a source, that there is such a thing as paying nezek when there's no, uh, when there's no physical wound that is, uh, that's evident. On Amad Aleph, the Gemara is going to talk about who gets the nezek and the sheves when a person damages an ivri. Do you pay the evad or do you pay the master? The master is the one that's losing out on all the work that the evad would done. And then we're going to try to identify which tana would agree with our Mishnah that hakolafi hamevaye most of the dafas is going to be about boshes, that which Tana would agree with the Mishnah, that it all depends on who the person doing the embarrassing is and who the person getting embarrassed is and that it's not a standard uh, way of assessing for all people, then the Gemara is going to talk about how much to pay when you intended to be mevayish one person, but you're mevayish someone else, you wanted to be mevayish a katan, you're mevayish a gadol you wanted to be mevayish an eved you're mevayish a bencharin on uh, Amid Beyz, the Mishnah is going discuss being and, arum, and whether that's even possible the Gemara is going to talk about how is it that you embarrass a naked person he obviously doesn't have any sense of busha to begin with And the Gemara is going to raise a fascinating Shaila if you're mevayish, a sleeping person so he doesn't feel any sense of busha until he wakes up what if he never wakes up you're and while he's sleeping and then he dies in his sleep so he never got to feel that sense of busha do you have to pay for that and then at the end of the Daff we're going to have a machlokas whether a summa A blind person... Ever pays for Busha, and that's gonna lead us into tomorrow's daff we're gonna talk a little bit more about blind people, Gadol Matsuva Vyosa, a very Sotastik of Shas topic that we get into in tomorrow's daf. So let's begin. Four lines before the lines get wide. On daff Pay Hei Amalbez. Bayu Rava, Kitas Yadavlamdu. A person chops off another person's hands, and they did not yet assess what the payments are going to be. Shivaras Ragla Then the same person breaks the other person that same other person's love. And they still have not yet assessed anything no he blinded his eye, and they still haven't assessed Khirshu and then ultimately he makes him deaf mahu what's the din remember when you're, when you make a person deaf you pay to make Kulo, you pay for everything so the two that since they didn't make the assessments at each step along the way so they could make one major assessment at the end and he's going to have to pay the full value of everything so that will cover everything or maybe we have to look at each one of them separately we have to look at what the payments would have been for just what he did to his hand and for just what he did to his leg and now separately again for making him Nafkamina the to Really, the only difference is how much he's gonna have, whether he's gonna have to pay tsarubosha separately for each of them. Because the nezek the tsar and the Repoy that's going to be the same no matter which way you assess it. Nihida nezek for Repoy Granted, the Nezek, the Repoy and the Shavas to Kalkhadvhada you're not gonna pay that separately. That once it, once you're paying for, for everything because you made him deaf, so that's as if you killed him Vayavle de Kule. So there's not gonna be a separate Nezek payment because you've already paid for everything. You've already paid for his entire value when you made him a cheirish So it's not gonna make sense to pay a separate Nezek payment for the hand and for the foot. Tsarubosha me as to, call chadu v'chadu yohiv, to But maybe tzara is different, because by tzara boshes, you, he, he felt separate pain with each uh, injury that you caused him, and he felt separate embarrassment with each injury that that you caused him. Now, the Gemara never flushes out what, I mean, the Gemara, the Gemara says that ripu, you're not going to have to pay separately. That's a davar pasha that you wouldn't have, it, but it never really explains why that should be the case. Right? It never, uh, ne, 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 never flushes out exactly why you wouldn't have to pay separately he discusses Nezek, right and uh, but never really discusses Repoy and uh, and Sheves so uh, so so the uh, the, the way the him understand it is that when it comes to Sheves let's say you're not going to be of him more because when you paid to make kulo it's as if you bought him as an Evid. so you don't have to pay him for his work for his missed work once you bought him as an Evid. that's how Rashi explains but Repoy also you can't be of him because he's not is never nisrape from all the Chavolos. So there is no there is no Repoy. So that's how, uh, that's how Rashi explains. That's how the Rishonim explain as well. So the whole question is not about the Repoy. It's not about the Nezek. It's not about the Sheves. It's only about the Tsar and the Boshes. You injure him on his hand on his leg and then make him a Cherish. Do you pay separate Shar and Boshes for each one? So says the Gemara um, and if you're going to say well if they never made the assessment so therefore you're only going to pay it at once what if they did make the assessment you just never got to pay it do we say since they made separate assessments for each of the things that you did to him so you have to pay him one at a time or maybe since you never actually paid him so you paid to you pay for his entire value the Gemara, leaves this unresolved. The Raman Paskins, that we do not collect the payments, but itafas lo that if the person grabs it on his own, we're not going to, uh, to take it back from him. Um, the, uh, the, the rush says that it's most mistaver to assume that once they made the umdra, once they already made the assessment it's as if it's uh, collected and, uh, and, and uh, the, therefore he wants to be that it should be, uh, that you should have to pay it Yams has real problems with that how can a Rishon come and say mistaver when the Gemara says teku I mean the Gemara was aware of all the Sefarists, it's one thing to deal with what the rules are in the case of Suffolk. But to say that you're not Mesupak, even though the Gemara was Mesupak, because you think it's more Mistaver, like one way, that's very, very difficult. So the Amsterdam says you can't say Mistaver. To be mechriah, what they leave as a suffix in the Gemara. But that's how, in fact, the Rush reconciles the issue by, by going with Svara. Next child in the Gemara, bayi Shev, the previous question was Rava, now it's rabba. Bayi rabba. Sheves ha-pochasto bedamim mahu. What if you uh, wound a person in a way that he's going to have to miss time from work, but he's going to heal completely. So it's, 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 it's sheves that, he's, that you're definitely going to have to pay, but he's also going to be devalued temporarily. If someone had to buy him right now, they'd pay a little less because right now he's a little bit out of commission and uh, people don't realize how quickly the injury heals. They don't want to take risks on someone who looks like they're injured, even though really his slave value shouldn't really be affected. But it is just because of the way people are going to assess him. So what's the din? Hey, chidami, g'on shayko, so the first thing about "Well, what exactly is the case. He, shayko, yado yado, there, he hit him on his hand and there are sores or uh, swelling on the hand. Sir, it's going to heal fine. mai. Do we say that since it's going to get better, you don't have to pay the value of his hand because his hand is perfectly fine? Or do we say, no, right now, people would not pay the same value for this Eved for him if he were an Eved because it doesn't look good. Tashimah Adikmar says, we'll bring a Raya. Hamaka, meaning we're going to bring a Raya that there's such a thing as paying Nezek, even when there's no permanent evaluation, even when there's no there's no physical uh, uh, injury that's actually there. Hamaka That the Mishnah says a person hits his uh, father or mother, but he doesn't make a chabura. One is only chayiv misa if they make a chabura in hitting their parent. They you know he doesn't make a a, a a blemish, an injury doesn't draw any blood. Or he hits somebody on Yom Kippur. Halach is chayiv b'kulan. you in all chamisha devarim. Nezek, tzah, rip, o'yeshev, esboshes. So, wait a second, you're chayiv in nezek. But you didn't make any Khabura. What kind of nezek? Apparently there can be nezek even absent a Chabura. What exactly is the case where he didn't make a Chabura? Isn't it exactly our case that it was a way that you, uh, that you hit him on his hand, where he's going to heal, and uh, people just don't realize how quickly it's going to heal, and how easily it's going to uh, get better, and therefore they would end up paying less for him, even though really they shouldn't. So uh, So isn't that exactly the case, that we're dealing with and you see that there is a Nezek payment, so Amri says No, the case could be that you actually really devalued him. You made him deaf without making a Chabura. You screamed really loud into his ear. You played loud music in his ears. So you made him deaf even though you didn't make him a Chabura but that's certainly something that you would pay Nezek for. But Rabbi said that can't be. It can't be that a case of not making Chabura on a parent, but having to pay the Chamisha Dvarim is when you make him deaf because it's impossible to make him deaf without making Chabura. It may not be an external Chabura, but there's some blood in the inner ear that uh, moved or that dropped or that, and that's what, what caused him to go deaf and that's what you're ultimately paying for. So that would be a poor example of a case where you're not making a Chabura, you in fact are making a Chabura, and therefore in that case where you make a parent deaf, you'd in fact be Chayv Misa for that. So that can't be the case. Kigon shachirshu can't be the case. Ela the says a, a second try. Kigon Now the case is that you shave the father, that the person shaves the father so he doesn't look good, he doesn't look healthy, he looks uh, strange because all his hair is shaved off, so someone's not going to pay the the same value that he would pay for uh, for him if, if he were being sold in the slave market, even though it makes no sense. He's worth every bit as much as he was worth before. So in addition to paying for the tsar and the repo and the Shavos and the, the Bosheth, you're also paying for the Nezek. So you see that you pay for Nezek, even though it's something that's temporary and it's something that's not even real. It's something that's just uh, it's a market value thing. It's a perception issue. Because all he did was he, was he cut his father's hair off. So says says, Gilchumah you see, that's exactly our case. So more, no. Maybe the case where you're paying the hamisha to the father for doing to him something that did not cause an actual habura, is, yeah, where you removed his hair, but not by just giving him a haircut. You chemically removed his hair, where it will never grow back again. So that's not our case. That's not the same as what we're discussing, where ultimately everything is going to come back. And now the Gemara goes through. How could it be that for loss of hair, there's going to be tsar and repoy and sheves and blah, How do you have all these things? Tsar de Isle Kartufne Kartufne. He has sores on his head and uh, when there are open wounds on his head and you're using chemicals to remove his hair, it's extraordinarily painful. So that's his, his tsar ripui. Because he, because of those wounds that he has on his head that you just damaged by by putting chemicals on, so he needs repair for that. That he was a clown, he used to dance and move his head and make all sorts of gesticulations, and that's what he does for a living. And because of the pain he feels in his head, he's not able to uh, move his head as much as 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 much as he normally would, and therefore that. That's that's the uh, the the Chavis payment that you're going to pay him boshes. In the it's embarrassing that he has no hair. So that's going to be a boshes that he's never going to be able to grow his hair. Now, the Raman paskins in Hilchus Chavu l'Mazik: Someone who's Megalech Seir Chavero pays the only the boshes because it's Sofa Lachzar, and it's only if he's Megalech B'Sam, where it's not Sofal that he's Chayvin Chamisha Dvarim. But if you give uh, another person a haircut in his sleep or something, and you uh, it's an embarrassing haircut, you pay the boshes, but that's it. So the says, well, I understand. Then what? how did the Gemara want to say that the of the Gemara in the Havamina Mina, wanted to suggest the Brice is talking that you gave him a haircut. Even if you say that you pay Nezik for that, but the, according to the Rammam, you don't pay. You don't pay tsar, you don't pay Ripoy, so you, you only pay Boshes for such a thing. And the Braisa about, uh, about about what you did to the Father says, Chayiv Bikulan. Bikulan means Chamisha Dvarim. So the uh, Chamisha suggests that it could be that the Brice is talking where they were he had some sort of uh, a sores on his head. So you, when you megaleach with a razor, it also causes him a great deal of pain, and it is also going to require repoi. And uh, therefore, there's a shevis as well. But the Rambam was talking about a case where you megaleach seir rosh Havera, where he doesn't have any problems with his head, so you don't have any of these other issues. However, the more postural way, the Yad Davids just suggests. The Rammam talking the Maskanas HaGemara, meaning, yeah, in the hava you know, the Gemara, we thought you pay Hamish HaDevarim for Giluach, but in the Maskanas HaGemara, no, you only pay Hamish HaDevarim if you use a Sam, not for, uh, for Giluach. Now, it's interesting, the way we describe the Sheves over here is that the Sheves is because the guy is a clown and he would uh, dance around and move his head. So Rashi writes, even though you're not being Mavatolim from other Malachos, meaning he could still be a Shomer kishuim, mean, he could do a fine job watching uh, vegetables in a, in a vegetable garden, but still we're, pay, we're 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 assessing the sheves based on what his normal Profession is. That, uh, so the Madur Basri writes uh, that, that Rashi means to tell us that even though you always pay Shevis based on Shomer Kishuin, but when we know that he's going to be able to go back to his original job, once he gets better, then you pay the Shevis based on his real normal job that he's going to be able to go back to. That's what the Rush says as well that Mikanaraya to uh, the Shita, that whenever the Mishnah says, that we measure the Shevis like he's a Shomer Kishuin or a Shomer Shomar Pesach. that's by people who don't have any skill. But if the person is a Baal Malacha, he has some sort of skill, then you measure the shevis based on that skill. He's a malame tinokos, and you broke his leg. So uh, after he gets better, he can go back to that job. Or uh, so, so when he's when he's sick, you measure the sheves. But like a malame tinokos, that's the example that the uh, rush gives. The one could have come up with some higher-paying professions where the sheves would have uh, would have been a more significant uh, more significant sheves. Okay, says, says Gemara further. Milse de the This very shaila that Rabbah had, although it was a shaila to Rabbah. Neither Abaye nor Rava were bothered by the shaila because they both thought that the answer was Pashut. The thing is, one of them thought the answer was Pashut in one direction, the other one thought the answer was Pashut in another direction. It's a little confusing because we're changing the terminology over here, but Sheves Kedol is another word for Nezek. Sheves Katana is what we call Sheves. So, Abai says, you pay nezek and Sheves. So you see that you're paying Nezek even though he's going to be fine and he is fine. It's just a matter of not fetching the same amount of money on the slave market right now at this moment. Rava amar Eino yom v'yom That you only pay Sheves. You don't pay any Nezek. The way you assess the Sheves is not based on Shomer Kishu'in. Meaning Abayi says once you're paying Nezek the way to assess the Sheves is based on Shomer Kishu'in. Rava says no, you assess the Sheves based on what he would be making today and what he would be making the next day for as long as he misses work, because once you're not paying for devaluation, you have to pay. You have to pay for for the real work that he's missing. I mean, according to Abaye, you're already paying for the devaluation. So included in that is the difference between the shomer kishun and whatever it is that he normally uh, that he normally does. Okay, Itmar Yan Eved Ivri Shel someone chops off the hand of his friend's Eved Ivri. Uh, Abaye says you pay the Nezek to the Eved, because ultimately it's something he's going to live with. The Eved is only an Eved. He's an indentured servant when he's an Eved He's not there for very long. I mean, it probably feels long, but he's only there for six years, and then he's done. And you pay shevis Ketana L'Rav, the actual Sheves, the actual time that he misses from work. Well, he's missing that on the Master's Cheshbin. So that you pay to the, uh, to the Master. Rav Amar you give it all to the eved, the ben karka. Except you don't give it directly to the eved. You put it in a trust. And the way they would put it in a trust is they would buy land with it. They would buy real estate with it. And in the meantime, while that while that land is making money, the money would go to the rav, the the peros that would grow on that land would go to the master because that, that, that's a good approximation of what the of what the ownership of the uh, of the eved is. That, what the ownership of the master has in the Evid is that he, he doesn't own him, he owns the avoda, he owns the work that the Evid would be doing. So, so too with this land that you're going to buy, he doesn't own the land, but he's going to own whatever whatever the land is going to produce until the Evid goes free. But, but really, uh, the, the, uh, the, all of the money is used to purchase land that ultimately will go to the Evid. Tulsus raises the question why would it be Akola Evid? shevis Katana certainly should go to the Rav. I mean, it's much more there. He's missing work. This is work that the master owns. The master paid for this work. That's why he bought the guy. To be able to do this work so long as he's an Eved. So why wouldn't that go directly to the master? Why do we have to go like this, uh, you know, in such a roundabout way to get the master the payrolls of the land? That, well, what's the Svarah? Shidim Gbetza's quotes from Rabbin Yahonah Sanmi Lunil, that uh, since me Ikra did, if the Eved were to get sick, what would happen? So does the Eved owe the master money if he gets sick and he's not able to work? Certainly. Not that's part of what you're paying for. You pay for an event You're taking a certain risk that there are going to be days where he's going to be sick. There are going to be days where he's not up to it. That he's not going to be able to work. So Mikra din the adon, doesn't get the shevis ketanet, the evad, because the maisa. The the the, the but, but at the end of the day, um, the, uh, the the he's the, whatever payros that actually does produce. Meaning, whenever the evid is able to work, that does go to the master. So uh, so whatever payros the field does produce will go to the master. But the real ownership of his work. Is not really the master's meaning. If the eved misses work, the master doesn't get doesn't get paid for that. It really is fundamentally the eved's. The Rashma suggests that uh, that that this is to benefit the master. You think this is hurting the master? There is a greater benefit to the master because think about what we're doing over here. According to the first sheeta, what we did was according to Abaye, we we, we paid the nezek to the eved entirely. The master didn't see a penny of that. It's only the sheves. That was paid to the master. What Rav is doing is saying, take all the nezek and the shevis put it together with all that money together by karka. And the peros that that karka produces is so even the nezek is working for the master now. So it's not something that that, that, that hurts the master, it's just a ha'ara. It could be that he's making more money off of this because even the nezek money, at least in the short term, is working for the master because all of that, uh, all of the, the entire field that, that you bought with all that money is uh, producing peros, and those peros go to the master. Okay, so let's go further. What if you caused him devaluation, but it didn't really affect the master? You chop off the tip of his ear or the tip of his nose. Embarrassing, doesn't affect the way he works at all. Then it all goes to the evid. The whole question of is if it costs the master something. Okay, we're at the two dots, middle of the page. The rest of the daf is all about boshes payment. So the Mishnah said that we assess boshes based on who the people are that are involved. Who is the, uh, the person doing the embarrassing, getting embarrassed, Mani Masnisen, who's the author of our Mishnah? Low Rabbi Meir, Low Rabbi Yehuda. El Rabbi Shimon he. It's not Rab Meir, it's not Rabbi Yehuda. rather it's Rabbi Shimon. Why? How do we know this? Titan. Vikulan Rona Sakilebenechorin, Shiardu Minhse, and Shain Beneavits Vyakov Rameir. Rameir says we do not look at people separately based on their uh, their social standing. We look at everybody like they used to be rich and are now Yorin Minhseam, how much would they be embarrassed? Because everyone is initially B'nei Avraham, Yitzhak, Yaakov, were all B'nei Malachim. Rabbi Yudah says, no, it's based on uh, who the person is. Well, that sounds very much like our Mishnah, and yet we're about to say, lo, Rabbi Yudha. The Gemara is going to explain why. Rabbi Shimon Omer, Ashirim, Ro'unas, Akilu'e, B'nei Chorin, Sheyodim, Inichseim, Anim that we view ashirim not like they are currently ashirim we view them like they were ashirim who are now Sehem, who are now poorer and aniim like the poorest of the uh, of the aniim so it does depend on the person but not in a literal sense uh, that, that we don't look at what they actually are and assess the boshes based on that we look at a, a standard rate based on uh, based on what a person who used to be rich would feel even though this person still is rich, but still at least it is it is uh, it does change based on the mevayish and the age So it says we are money. Who could the author of our Mishnah be? E Rabbi Meir Masnis Katanya Khalfiam Vaishamir Kulubadiya Adadininu. Certainly not Reb Meir, right? That's a no brainer. Reb Meir had said that it's all it's all one equal payment, it does make a difference who you are. And our Mishnah said very clearly it does make a difference who you are. Why not Reb Yehuda though? The E Rabbi Huda, Masnisakatanya Problem is, on, on Ahmed Bez we're going to see that the Mishnah says that if someone embarrasses a blind person, you're a chayef. Rabbi Yudha happens to hold that there's no Boshas for a Sumah. Say, what Rabbi Yudha says about doing the assessment would fit what our Mishnah said, but it's the continuation of our Mishnah that appears on Pevav Amit Beis over here, as we'll see today, that doesn't fit Rabbi Yehuda. That's why it's not Rabbi Yehuda. Elulav, Rabbi Shimon, so it must be that the author of our Mishnah is Rabbi Shimon. Rav Moshe, in, uh, in Debris Moshe Feinstein points out that Luch'orah, this Machlokas Tanaim is a fundamental Machlokas about what Boshas is really all about. He said Luch'orah, there are three possible explanations as to why one pays Boshas. One he suggests is that it's Midin Mazik, that it's as if you have you've cost him something by being Mavayishim, that uh, this Boshas is worth something to him, his dignity is worth something. We assess the value of that dignity and that's what you're paying him, just like if you break his window, we assess the value of the window and that's what you would pay him. That's one understanding of boshes. Another understanding of boshes says have nothing to do with Masik. It's because it says the mevayish is neheneh from being from from the fact that the other person is embarrassed, meaning it's really fun to make fun of other people and to embarrass other people, and he gets some sort of sick hanaa from embarrassing this other person. So the Torah is being of him for the hanaa that he's getting in being mevayish chaveru. He says that then you'd understand very clearly according to that second side why, as we'll see on base, you only chayiv boshas if you intend to be mevayeshim. If it's unintentional, you're not chayiv for the boshes, because the whole thing is the hanah that you're getting by being Mivaish. And the third possibility he says, that it's not midinamazik, not midi nana it's a separate chiv that the Torah is mevayesh to be mechalim. It has nothing to do with it's, it's a chidashakra, that there's something called a din of boshes. So he says that that's maybe the machlokas tanayim. Rabbi Shimon says that we we, we don't measure ashir kfi ashro, we measure uh, the, the, we measure him like an Ashir who, who, who's, uh, who lost his money. He says, that's coming to be Mekel on the Mazik, we find uh, the, 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 only by Echiv Mazik, not by Echiv Nene. So you, ha- you have to say that Rabbi Shimon holds like the, like the first side Din me Din Mazik, and therefore when there's Mokom L'Hakal, we try to be makel as much as we can on the Mazik. So even the Ashirim, we don't value, evaluate them as Ashirim, but rather as B'nei and Shi'od He says, Rabbi Yehuda might hold like the second side that it's so therefore he says he can't be makel on the mazik like because we don't find that we're makel on someone who's nana we evaluate it based on what it is based on what he actually is and that's the shirhana that he got from being mevayish the mayor would say that uh, like the third side that it's a chid shatara, and the chiv is not because he was mazik the misbayish nor that the mevayish is nana it's a new chiv so it's misdavah that that is going to be the same for everybody, because there's nothing to do with Shivo, It there's nothing to do with how much Hanoah you got, how much you damaged him, it's, it's just a din, that there's such a thing called boshes so that's going to be the same for everybody such a, just like it's uh, the same kezayis matzah every Jew has to eat, and the same uh, lulav every Jew has to take so it's the same boshes payment that every Jew has to make, that's of Moshe connects those three uh, possibilities with these three Shitos. Kansha right yeah. that that's what it does make it sound like right that, that that's that's right exactly uh which is strange because we don't normally assume that way right we assume it, uh, because kan is normally a set payment, and this is not a set payment, it's just that it's not based on who you are it's just based on the degree to which you're mavahim, meaning being a Mavayishim person by flicking his ear versus being mava by pouring uh, excrement all over his head or something right there's going to be different levels because one is much more much much more significant Busha so yeah so that it normally is uh, just a set payment but yeah you're right it's it's a str- the chakira is an unusual. Ha- it's not a brisker chakira, you know. It's, a, it's an unusual chakira. So it says, Rabbi Yehuda." Even if you say that our Mishnah could be going like Rabbi Yehuda, maybe when Rabbi Yehuda says that a blind person doesn't have boshes, he just means to, to get payment from him. But maybe even Rabbi Yehuda would agree that you do pay boshes to a blind person if you embarrass him so says, that doesn't sound that way though because well, I mean, the Ketani safe is going to say that uh, certain people don't have Boshes, like a sleeping person, a blind person, but then it adds that by a sleeping person it depends if there's a difference between whether he's the one doing the embarrassing or the one getting embarrassed but it doesn't make that same distinction by a blind person it makes it sound like a blind person is just completely excluded from the entire Parsha of Boshas. So this Chilik is not really a Chilik. So you've got to say that our mishnah is in fact like Rabbi Shimon, not like Rabbi Yudah. Who's the author of the following? The one that says that when you try, when you intend it to be a Khatan, and you're a gadol, you pay that Gadol the amount of money that you would have had to pay a Katan had it been in a Katan who was being embarrassed. Or a Mavayish HaKatan <laughs> you intended to be a Mavayish Nevit. You're a Benchorin. You pay the Benchorin the amount of money you would have had to pay if you were being Mavayish Nevit. Money. <laughs> it, the, it doesn't fit anybody. It's not Ramey, <laughs> not Rabbi, not bin Shim. <laughs> so we're working with the assumption that a Katan is a Katan Benchassim. A Gadal means bin Benchassim. Katan Gadal doesn't mean child, adult. It means poor person, rich person. So, <laughs> According to our mayor, the whole conversation doesn't make sense. You always pay the same amount, so it doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, it doesn't matter whether he's he's rich or poor. Can't be Rabbi Yudah, because Rabbi Yudah happens to hold that there is no boshes for avadim ever. So the whole conversation wouldn't it makes it. The second part of the conversation doesn't make sense about intending to be mevayish in Ebed and being mevayish ben there There is no boshes of an eved. And if it's Rabbi Shimon, well Rabbi Shimon holds when you intend to be mevayish, one person and you invite somebody else you putter anyway there is no chiv unless you intend to be the person that you actually were why would he hold that way because he holds it's like murder just like by murder it's only when you intend to kill that person it's amazing that the first thing we go to when we want to look for a comparison for boshes is murder Right, mal din pehaver barabim is kilu shofech damav. So you, we do have that equation between murder and uh, and causing someone embarrassment. So who could the author of this statement be? It says one the other, Rabbi Yehuda. Really, it's Rabbi Yehuda. I, but says there is no bosches for avadim. Nah, the chikam Rabbi Yehuda in to misvelu. It means you don't pay boshes to avadim. Avolameshim shaminu bahu. But, uh, but he does feel a sense of embarrassment, so you can assess how much that's worth to him when deciding to pay the Ben-Kharin. You would never actually pay an Eved a boshes payment because there's a cost of din that there's no boshes payment made to an Eved. But he does feel embarrassed, so when, when you actually embarrass the Ben-Kharin, but you thought he was an Eved, you could do the assessment based on what an Eved would feel and then pay that to the Ben-Kharin. Or we could even say it's going like rameir. Mesa Goddill Godul Khasim We're not talking about rich or poor over here. Lo, Goddil Godal Mamish, Katan, Katan Mamish. Godal means adult, katan means child. The Katan barboshou, does a child feel boshes? in, absolutely yes, that sometimes if you uh, you see that you embarrass a child, then he feels a sense of embarrassment. So over here also, he feels a sense of embarrassment. of Zilberstein, Cheshuk Yechemer over here, says that this is something that people need to be much more cognizant of, that children do feel embarrassed, and he says, particularly in Chinuch, it used to be the derech in Chinuch is that they'd humiliate a child who wasn't uh, behaving, that uh, they would uh, hurl all so- sorts of insults, single them out, cause I mean, he says that's a terrible, terrible way of chinuch. It's a good way to guarantee that he's never going to want to, be, uh, you know, want, want to uh, live a life of Torah and mitzvot. That it's a much more effective to be uh, mechanic to, 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 uh, in a positive way. That children feel boshe. Chavetz Chaim makes a big deal about this as well. Chavetz Chaim writes that uh, in Hilchus in, Rechilus in that it's us to be mesapolash and her about a katan. You think a katan doesn't have feelings? katan has more sensitive feelings. He's even more sensitive than, uh, than an adult. So one has to be aware of that as well says the Mishnah if you embarrass a naked person, a blind person or a sleeping person, you're chayv. But v'yashin shabiyesh patr, sleeping person embarrasses somebody else, he's patr for what he had done while he was sleeping. Nafel min hagag v'hizek u'biyesh If someone falls off of a roof and he damages someone and he embarrasses the person that he fell on or that is in some way, he's going to chayev ala nezek. He's going to be chayev for the nezek, but a patr al bosheth, asheh meskabin. He's patr for the bosheth because he did not do that intentionally. Another is mu'av li'olam ben shoging ben mezid ben onas ben ratzom. That's for nezek. But for Boches, it's only if he actually has Kavana to embarrass. Tarraban, Bisho Orum Chaiv, Venodom Bish Orum Lubishlavush. That if you're Mavaish a naked person, you chaiev, but it's not the same as being Mavaish a a uh, a clothed person. Bishop, you're Mavaish person in a bathhouse, you chaiv, but samech, be shall shook. It's not the same as being a a person as he's walking down the street. Arum barboshesu is a person who's unclothed someone who can feel a sense of boshes Rashi tells us what exactly the question is over here. The way Rashi understands is that he's, he's, he obviously has no dignity uh, at all he's not Matbid about his own, his own dignity. He walks around arum in front of other people, so he 's not a bar boshes at all. Tsus understands that, uh, that that the type of busha you're doing is by unclothing him so if he's in arum anyway, so uh, whatever. He's, he's wearing a scarf, so you pull off his scarf. Well, then, oh no, now he's embarrassed? Well, he's walking around totally naked except for the scarf, so that's not going to, why would that embarrass the person? He does not feel boshes. No, the case was not that he was arum. The case was the wind blew up his clothing a little bit and revealed, exposed part of his legs, and you lifted it up further and exposed more, or something like that. Bishop so he does feel Boshes, just not total Boshes, because he was already embarrassed. Bar Boshesu. He's gonna feel boches and basemarch. Amr Gavanar. He was by the river and it was a similar type of situation. Partially clothed, and you made him less partially clothed. Bhairabi Abbar mumble, Bisho Mahu. What if you invite a sleeping person and the guy never wakes up? So he never knew that you embarrassed him. So what exactly is the shayla The Gemara is going to have two ways of framing the Shailah. Do we assume that it's because of the embarrassment he's going to feel? Well, he never got to feel it because he never woke up. Or do we say it's because of the... It's, it's degrading, and you in fact did degrade him uh, at, at that time, even though he didn't feel it. The can discussed this in the opposite direction. Him. He discusses, be mechabed. is there an Indian to be mechabed uh, a, a zaken who doesn't know that you're being mechabed him? He's blind, he doesn't see, he doesn't know that he's standing from him. Is it, is, so they connected to Zelusa That if there's going to be a payment for boshes, when the guy doesn't know he's being embarrassed, then there should be an Indian to be mechabed a person who doesn't know that you're being mechabed him. That it's not only a din in what he feels. Tashma Ramei Ramecherish B'Katan Yeshlen Boshes Shota Ain Lo Boshes The Shota Has No Boshes Iam Bishlam Mishum Zilusa Haynu Dikatanikatan If It's Because Of Zilusa so I Understand Why a Katan Has Boshes Eliam Mishum Kisuva Katan Bar Boshusu But If It's About What They Feel Does A Katan Feel Any Boshes Says well, what's the alternative? Elamai, Mishum Zilusa? It's because you're just doing something terrible by making a mockery out of the person? Well, then I feel The same thing should apply to Ushotanami. You. You're making a mockery out of him also. You're not really making a bigger mockery out of him than he already is. Ushotan is a deranged person. He's a walking mockery. So says but still, it would seem to have to be Zilusa because if it we were about feeling embarrassment, a child. Doesn't feel embarrassment? Answers the Gemara, yes, he does. An infant doesn't feel embarrassment. Maybe a toddler doesn't feel embarrassment. But if he's at an age where he feels embarrassment, so then of course there's an Indian of Busha when it comes to a child. Raf Papa that we have, that we have that says, no, we're framing the question incorrectly. here's the real question. Whose embarrassment are you paying for? His personal embarrassment or the embarrassment the family feels? So you embarrass the guy while he's sleeping and then he dies. He never knew that he felt embarrassment. He never felt it, but his family feels it. Tashma shota in I understand that the katan has boshes because the family feels embarrassed. But if it's because of his own embarrassment, the katan doesn't feel that. Well, if it was about the family, then even if the guy is deranged, there should be embarrassment. like we said, that's an inherent state of uh, embarrassment. We come same logic we said before the katan doesn't feel any embarrassment so it must be that if you're paying for the embarrassment of a katan it's all about the family and again rav papa sets us straight a child does feel embarrassment at a certain age a child, it really depends on his age. We have the Brisa that says this explicitly. It is interesting, though, that if, he, if, you, if you were a dead person, apparently there's for sure no Boshas. The whole question was, you were while he was sleeping, he was alive, and then he never woke up. But if you him while he's dead, apparently there's no Boshas. If it's all about the B'nai Mishpacha, there should have been a payment for being a dead person as well. So you have to say the starting point is, you you did something that would be an Isra ben al And by dead people, there are no Mitzvahs ben al So there's just, you did something that would be a Nezek, you know, that would be, you'd be hai for Nezek. So then Boshes goes along with that. So then you look at why we're paying the Boshes. But if you don't even get to that starting point, then there is no Boshes at all. Okay, we'll pick up with the two dots tomorrow.